Hello and welcome to episode number 111 of oh. the Hobbies and Happiness podcast where we talk about where we talk all about the hobby that makes us happy card games. I'm one of your hosts, Dan. And I'm Jim. And Dan, today we find out if casual and competitive can live together in harmony. <laughs> Why not, man? I, I like I like I don't know the words. We're doing it live, by the way. I don't know the words. You don't know the words to kumbaya? No. It's kumbaya, my lord. Kum- okay, yeah, I could keep going, but I'm not going to do that. So anyway, what's up, everybody? Jim, what's up, man? How are you? How are you? It's been it's been yeah. a week. It's been a week. So yeah, today we are, we're, we're diving back into the uh, casual <laughs> v. competitive debate, the ongoing saga in every TCG that has ever existed, correct? Would you agree with that? Yes. <laughs> why is that? Like, the first, first, firstly, why is that? Like, why is this always? Because why is this honestly, always the thing? casual people are just upset because they don't put as much money into it as <laughs> other people, and they don't have the good cards, <laughs> and they can't get the good cards at a cheap price unless they crack product. Guys, don't crack product <laughs> if you're looking for singles sometimes. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's really, honestly, I think it's just the casual people's fault. <laughs> I think it's their fault that they're so mad. <laughs> Guys, if you don't know Jim, <laughs> let me introduce you to Jim. He's also known as the, the troll, like Jim the troll. He's the troll that lives under the bridge. Yes. I feed him every uh, other day. <laughs> <laughs> I let a picnic basket of food. Dude, all I got to do is go on all I got to do is go on Twitter if I want to get fed, you know. That's it. That is that's so true. That's so true. All right, well, that's what we're talking about today, but before we get into the episode, we need to talk about our sponsor, Amazon Audible. If you head over to our affiliate link www.audibletrial.com forward slash hobbies and happiness. You can sign up for your free 30-day trial of Amazon's Audible service. When you do that, you get a free credit added to your account. If you're an Amazon Prime member, two free credits added to your account. You can exchange those credits for free audiobooks on the service. And what's even better is if you don't like the service, you can cancel before the end of that 30-day period. And you get to keep those free credits on your account. That's right. If you're uh, playing, a dr- if you're watching right now and you're playing the drinking game of drink whenever Dan touches glasses, you've already taken about ten drinks right now. Um, okay, and then the other one was okay. So again, if uh, don't forget, follow that link www.audibletrial.com forward slash hobbies and happiness. Sign up for your free thirty-day trial of Amazon's Audible service today. All right, I'm never going to forget that, by the way. Yep. Touching the glasses and the, okay. Yep. I've, I haven't worn my contacts in a while, so um, I need to start doing that again. But, uh, yeah, so we've actually talked about this topic, I think, the, uh, plenty of times. Plenty, yeah. plenty of times. And we 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 dove, like, headfirst into this debate about, what was it, episode 47? I think it was a long time ago. Yeah. April of 2022. So April of last year is when we last talked about it. A year and a half ago? But but this topic is one that always, always, always gets brought up. Now, the reason we're talking about it now is specifically because of Lorcana. So Lorcana, and then it also made me starting to think of Star Wars Unlimited coming out next yeah. year, right? Yeah. Um, and FFG has already done, they have pretty much already started laying the groundwork 
of how they want the turn the game the community to feel and i think ffg has done a really good job like of saying hey we're gonna have we're gonna have stuff for competitive people and we're gonna have stuff for casual people i think right now the problem with with the with orkana is there has been it's been crickets from Ravensburger. Game's been out for a few <laughs> months, and like there's like oh, there is no OP yet. <clears throat> yeah. Every everything that's out right now is all third party, secondhand. None of it's yep. official, which yep. is great. Like that's good from the standpoint of a community is already stepping up mm-hmm. to make events available. So, um, but yeah, the reason we're talking about this is uh, Mister Citizens Citizens of Lorcana, which if you listened to last week's episode, I had a good chat with him actually. Um, I, I told you guys, like Jared's Jared's a cool guy. He's he's a, great. Jared Jared's a great. So we had a, we had a we talked for a couple of days actually, just on and off, just about the whole thing. Um, but yeah, basically, I told him he was wrong. Yeah, <laughs> he's no. great, but we can make him better. True, and he knows we have this. the technology. He knows this. He knows this. So <clears throat> anyway, if you haven't, we were we were trolling. We trolled a little yeah. bit and had some fun, but yeah. uh, go listen to last week's episode of why scalpers are a good thing. <laughs> when I post when when I when when I posted that, like Jared posted the <clears throat> link to Twitter, oh, that's and great. people were just like, uh, "What now?" <laughs> go watch it. Like, just go listen to it. Go watch the yeah. go watch the videos. It was it was pretty good. So that's great. All right, but anyway, Jared. Jared made Jared's a, like any publicity is good. Pretty, publicity. Well, pretty yeah, much, and that's and that's the <laughs> truth. Yes, but anyway, Jared um, um, posted this other topic, and it, guys, also he he has his own podcast. This is the Citizens of Lorcana podcast. If you want to listen to Jared and his co-host Dan talk all about uh, Lorcana and Lorcana related things, go check that out. Um, but he put this tweet out there and said, I have one more question for our podcast tomorrow. I see the terms toxic and toxicity thrown out there a lot. What exactly does the term toxic mean to you? Um, um, And that kind of got this whole thing started. And of course, when you start talking about toxicity in card games, it always gets brought up of the casual v competitive debate. So if you go back to that episode where we talked about casual competitive, like we went and defined casual, well, more so defined like what competitive is, right? So we defined like what competition competitive actually means. um, And then we landed on, what what did we land on in that episode that what villainous is a casual game? Yes. (laughs) Yes, Because I think in that episode... <laughs> didn't some where did we come up with Uno being competitive? Did oh somebody said that they were like in a competitive Uno? Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm like, dude, I don't care. All right, I'm so glad you have an exception to the rule. <laughs> <clears throat> Which yes, and like literally anything can be competitive, and we yeah. get that, we understand yeah. that, right? But that's not even the question here. <laughs> like that's not the question because yeah. again, I think this topic kind of recognizes that anything can be competitive, right? Yeah. So you have any game like Lorcana, for instance, or we were talking about Villainous, right? In, in that other episode, right? Of there being room for both types of communities. For Villainous, no. No? Because there's no competitive. <laughs> It's hey, they had a casual. tournament. They had a tournament at Gen Con. It was it was a poop show, man. What did All you right. even watch? Any they of it? they didn't have they they barely even know rules. Okay, <laughs> they don't have any judge on staff. They're just ah, figure it out. That's what they're like. They're just like figure it out. 
So he knows that some of that is actually factually incorrect. Don't worry, we know it's just Jim Trollin. Okay, yeah. if you if you're a competitive if, you if you're a, vi- a competitive villainous player and <clears throat> your blood your blood pressure is rising, calm down. They He's literally were sitting in you. a corner. They turned one of the trash bins upside down and they were playing the card <laughs> they were game. Like here, <laughs> yeah. I don't even think that they were speaking any form of real language. Yeah. To be honest. So, so um, when Jared posted this, yeah. um, there was a nice long thread between uh, Jedi Geek Girl and Traverse Tavern on Twitter, basically going on about um, casual v competitive. So I want to kind of read through it through this for a little bit, get Jim's mm-hmm. takes, get Jim's thoughts, and then I'll kind of give you my takes because I think I think this thread, in all honesty, Jim, you tell me if you agree with this. I kind of think this thread kind of perfectly highlights what the discussion normally is between casual and competitive players alike of what they're looking for. And then what, like what each party in essence is kind of looking for and then why the others sometimes can get pushed out because I, I I read, we, we read through that kind of leading up to this and would, would you kind of agree with that or what do you, what's your initial take on that? Yeah. I mean, looking through it, it's just, yeah. I mean, like people just don't want to be left out at all. Um, and it's kind of a problem because it's like, it's just as of right now, it's just not big enough in terms of you're saying like Lorcana, yeah, okay, or um, or the game itself, yeah, whatever game we're yeah. talking like about. Like it, it's a really big game, but it's like there's not a lot of stuff out there. There's not a lot of events going on. It's we don't really have anything. It's just so early on, mm-hmm. and people just want it to be here, but mm-hmm. it's just not here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right now. Yeah. So kind of kind of what I want to do is I kind of just want to read through the thread, kind of give a an overall synopsis and some bullet points uh, of the quote problems, if you will, okay, yeah. in this discussion slash debate, right? And then I want to outline some uh what we or I view as solutions. Because I have some ideas. We did talk about them a little bit, but it's really just kind of like a couple minor bullet points of here's where the quote solution is. Is going to lie, right? And there's going to be kind of different facets to that, right? So let, let's let's kind of read through it, right? So the initial post was again from <clears throat> Jared Citizen of Zorkana about what does toxicity mean to you, um, and then there were some replies to uh, James Reimer's uh, <laughs> post, which James made a James made a pretty uh, good post here, and I kind of want to read this just just to get the ball rolling. Yeah. I think I think James kind of. He made some interesting, he's got some interesting takes here, okay? So he says, my assumption is Lorcana came with this promise of bringing Disney fans and veteran TCG players together, which I it did because I think they came yeah. out and publicly said this, yeah. right? So I, I don't think that's wrong, right? But I'm finding that people coming from those opposite ends aren't naturally mixing. They don't naturally mix. That's correct. No. They don't naturally mix. So one quote persona will call the other side's behavior toxic because they're coming from different worlds and not meeting in the middle. Does that happen? Sure. Can it happen? Yes. But that's not like it happens 100 percent of the time, because, again, that is an individual person. That's that. I think that is on an individual anecdotal scale. Like that's when you see those (laughs) things happening. Right. Because we don't have any data to suggest any of this, right? Um, But I'm not saying James is wrong here. Okay, second paragraph, uh, which is, this is an interesting one. The TCG veterans take it very seriously, meaning the game, 
and aren't used to having women around, so they sometimes say off-putting things that make women and children not feel safe. Then purely Disney fans just want to have fun with their favorite characters, but can't because people will just obliterate them and judge them for being casual. They also get frustrated with the veteran players for playing, quote, meta because it restricts their enjoyment. It's hard to make everyone happy right now with our only official format being 1v1 and a community heavy on 1K events with money on the line. There's kind of a lot to unpack there, um, but I think the first thing, which probably the first 80% of this paragraph talks about, honestly, is all personal. And what I mean by that is, does this stuff happen? Sure. But it's up to you to let that affect you or not. Okay. You, you going to something and, and someone again saying like women around. So they say off putting things that make women and children not feel safe. This is not a popular take. I, I, I don't think, but that's on you. Like not you saying it, but you receiving that right now. Do I think you should go go to any event and say whatever whatever the heck you want and make people feel uncomfortable? No, I, I don't think that. I, I think you go to an event, especially when there's kids around, watch your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like I have kids, so I know and I've said things to people but like, dude, there's my kids are here. Let's chill it with with language or you know, or or whatever, right? So <clears throat> Mind you, I'm not out here saying, "Hey, you should be you should go and say whatever the heck you want. Don't feel like you have to hold hold back." No. No. Uh be responsible. <laughs> be yeah. responsible, be respectful. But yeah. two things can be true at the same time, I think, Jim. I think you should I think you should be respectful. I think you should do your best to, you know, be kind and and all of those things, right? But at the same time, if you misspeak, or you say something that somebody gets offended by, that that's because they ch- they chose that, right? And again, that's more so from an adult, right? In an adult mind, right? Yeah. Like kids, that that's a completely different thing. Like if there's kids around, just you be responsible, be respectful. Period. End of story, right? But even if there's not, I think you still need to you still need to do that. Would you mm-hmm. agree? Disagree? What do you think? Uh, yeah. I mean, if. I know that there are people that will go out of their way to say hurtful things uh, to to individuals. Um, Like I said, I I know people do that, Dan. Yes, true. Uh, (laughs) Yes, true. Myself. Um, But uh, I I do think it's uh, kind of a different thing of, um, you know, actively looking to uh, piss someone off. Um, and just like speaking your mind about certain things. Yes. Yes. True. Yeah. Um, so you're saying that you, you're saying those are two different things. Like the mindset of, Hey, I'm going to say whatever I want to specifically get under this person's skin or to upset them versus, Hey, I have no ill will, no ill intent behind what I'm saying. I'm just telling you what I think on the matter. And, and I do also know that <clears throat> that it's up to the person of because you can't control the actions of people around you, right? You right. know, and and so to speak. Um, but you can always control how you react to things. Yeah, you can control what you say, yeah. how you respond. But like, there's also a thing of if someone just keeps poking, keeps yeah. poking, and keeps going, and keeps going, and um, and especially if you talk to this person about it, like, hey. You know, I kind of have a problem with this. Are you able to stop this? You know, sure. You know, sure, I don't sure, want sure. this to escalate. Sure. And sure. like they keep causing this to be sure, a problem. Sure. Um, because I think in, in a situation like that, yeah. that's something that could get to harassment levels. Exactly. Right. 
like like verbal harassment or whatever the case the case exactly. may be. Like yes, you still have the responsibility to control yourself to not say yeah. not necessarily not say anything, yeah. but you still have that responsibility on your shoulders. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> but at, at what point does it become okay, they've crossed a line. Yeah. Like yeah, like those there and there are still there are people who do that. Yeah. Like there are people who are like, I'm going to specifically cross a line. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> do you think that's a majority of TCG players though? Uh, majority? I think I, no. I don't think so, but I also think majority of Yu-Gi-Oh players. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, what I was going to say was I do think that if some you see something like that or yeah. it happens to you, yeah. because always those negative things that happen are going to cloud everything else. Yeah. And so if one thing happens in a year, right, there are, there are people who would say, yeah, there's been – even though you've had like – you went to 100 events and then one of them, you had one bad encounter, right? Yeah. That uh-huh. event is going to become a cloud over everything. And yeah. then you could just say, well, I, I had that one bad experience and I think it's a majority – they might even say it's a majority of events, right, yeah. or experiences when it was really this just one time. I This is like a – I think there's a psychological effect or psychological condition when things like that happen. Um because it messes with your head a little bit, yeah. Like where it's not really the where it's not really accurate of what actually happened, yeah. Right. Um, because one bad thing happened, right? It just it just creates this cloud over everything else, yeah. right? <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, I, I I don't think it's a majority, but it no. sometimes it feels like it. I do also think in a competitive setting, of and this isn't just for card games. It's like in general. A lot of stuff, competitively speaking. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of sh- stuff. stuff talking, <laughs> is what I'll say. Yes. Talking. Yes. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And some people aren't equipped to handle that. No. And, like, you know, it Gary, happens you know Gary Payton. You know who Gary Payton is? Gary Payton? The glove, yeah. He uh, oh. uh point guard for the Seattle Supersonics okay. when Michael Jordan was playing. He was a notorious, notorious uh, smack talker. Okay. You know who else was a notorious smack talker? Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan was because he knew talking to- yeah. that's the easiest way to get under someone's skin. Yeah. Yeah. And the majority of people let it affect them. Yep. And you have to be strong mentally up here. Yep. To not let it affect you, especially in a game where the 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 battlefield really is in your mind, yeah. because you have yeah. to be thinking through these problems yeah. and these lines of play. Yeah. So it's all a mind yeah. game, <laughs> which is phenomenal in these card games. Because if you are able to get inside oh, yeah. of someone's head, yeah. it's like, oh man, it could be really detrimental. Right, and you know what's fun though? Okay, maybe not. Fun maybe is not the right word. All right, no, it is kind of fun when you're able to do it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, but it's the ability to get inside someone's head without saying a single word. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. I'm just like. Counterspell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think those those are the two words that are, that are the easiest way to get her someone's skin in any card game. Counterspell. 
Dan, now how many times have I gotten under your skin in these cards? Multiple Don't times. Say nothing. Multiple times. <laughs> we have photographic and video evidence of said times. <laughs> <clears throat> yep. And uh, witness testimonies. <laughs> oh, yes, 100%. Uh, we need to get Noah on here. Oh, Noah will be like, uh, "Yes." Oh man, we'd have we'd have to get AJ and, and Tyler out here as well. Like it's it's done. You're done. You know who else is done? Tyler. Tyler's done. Tyler's done. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, anyway, so this paragraph from James, a pretty. It's honestly, it's kind of a pretty good overall. Yeah. Um, but I think. This is this is for, foreshadowing a little bit, but part part of my answer to this whole thing is going to be it's all personal. You you have to be strong mentally to yeah. not let stuff affect you. Like it, a lot of this, I think a lot of it is a choice about being either. This is not even talking about being offended because I I think being offended is a choice. It's a personal choice, and that goes to and that goes with anything. That goes mm-hmm. with someone's behavior, mm-hmm. uh, someone's uh, words that they're saying, anything. Yeah. Like because you because I'm responsible for me. It's up to me to choose how I'm going to react yeah. and how I'm going to feel about said things. I mean, we uh, look. I've. <laughs> I, I remember growing up. I remember being a kid. I remember being on the playground and saying, six and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. <laughs> and <laughs> it's not until you, for me, uh, I can only speak from my experience, but <laughs> it wasn't until I got married where I'm like, the only person who like who words really affect me is my wife. Uh-huh. Anybody else, I don't really care. I don't care who you are. Don't care. Yeah. But anything that comes from my wife, it just hits a different. It hits a different way. Anybody else, whatever. I don't care. Um, but I remember being on the playground and like having now having to teach my kids. Like you're responsible for your actions. You're responsible for what you say. You have to be nice. You have to be kind. Mm-hmm. But yeah, kids are not going to be so kind to you. You can't. You can't respond. Yeah. And teaching that to my son is easier said than done. Let me. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Um, but anyway, what what was your what was your overall take on that paragraph? Because that I know that paragraph was one that you even. Oh, said the, something about the middle one. Yeah, it was. James. I thought it was more funny because I put a period after a part where there wasn't a period. <laughs> so I was just like, the TCG veterans take it very seriously, and they aren't used to having women around. Period. <laughs> 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 Which was hilarious to me. <laughs> that is kind of funny. <laughs> oh goodness gracious, that's funny. Anyway, all right. His his last his last paragraph says, "I'm generally enjoying my experience." This is James speaking because I lean competitive, but am a massive Disney fan that wants to make people feel welcomed. But I have seen so many casual fans fall off between product shortage and a community that's heavily leaning towards competition, and I am. Empath- um, it says empath- empathize. There we go. Empathize with them feeling pushed out. I also feel for TCG vets feeling judged for just doing what they do, which is optimize and play to win. Uh, yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, you play yep. to win a lot. Of, yep. A lot. Most people play to win. Even if you're a casual <laughs> player, you're still probably playing yeah. to win. It's like if you get mad that you lost at any point in your career. <laughs> You've got a little bit. Of, I got news for you. You got a little bit of competitive yeah. in you, just just a little bit. Yeah. All right. So that was this was that was James' initial post, which 
kind of kind of highlights a lot, you know, within the casual v competitive debate within Lorcana, right? I think I think it does a pretty good job of of synopsing it, right? Um, so now I have to find, so then, um, so come on, there we go. Uh, Jedi geek girl commented and then, so she had a, um, conversation between Traverse Tavern. Okay. And this was kind of, um, this was kind of a good conversation. So I kind of want to go through this quickly as quick as we can, and then just kind of chime in a little bit and then just give our opinions and give our takes here. So Jedi Geek Girl responds and says, I empathize with the casual community more. How competitive Lorcana is given what what it is, is is kind of weird. Given that there are other TCGs for them that fit them better, where the opposite isn't true for Disney fans and other more casual Lorcana people. Casuals shouldn't be pushed out. So a couple things here. Um, where she says, given that there are other TCGs for them that fit them better. I don't agree with that because that is a very personal thing, yeah. right? <clears throat> there, it's no one's place to say, hey, there's more competitive games that they're going to fit your, pl- that they're going to fit you better, Jim. You should go play those. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, like number one, like that's, that's a very personal thing. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and again, I know what I like. I have no idea about anybody else. I yeah. can, I can only speak to my tastes, yeah. right? Do I think, do I think, um, um, Flesh and Blood is a more competitive game than Lorcana? No, I don't. Why do I think that? Because how competitive something is is not objective based. Mm. That's a very that's a very personal that's a very personal thing of hey, I want to be more competitive in this thing, right? Mm. Because being competitive in something or competitive X and competitive Y, I don't necessarily think you can you can compare them from a competitive level. There's no competitive scale to say, hey, this game is more competitive than this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Just like objectively speaking, mm-hmm. right? Um, because I think I think at its heart, like competitive, how competitive something is is 100% determinant by what get effort gets put into it by the player, mm-hmm. right? Again, you take a look at chess. I could never play chess competitively. I mean, no, I shouldn't say that. I could, but I have to put a lot of time yeah. and effort into it, Yeah. right? And I'm that's not something I'm going to put time and effort into. <laughs> I am more likely to put time and effort into Lorcana and play competitive Lorcana than I am to play competitive chess. Mm-hmm. So I think the notion that there is a a competitive game that's out there that's going to f- suit you and your needs better is I just don't think objectively accurate. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's true. What do you think? Um, I can kind of see it just in terms of you can uh, kind of see what of uh, there being a better thing to suit someone. Uh, all right, let me. Let me just get the wording correct. Sure. So that there are other TCGs for them that fit them better. So, but the thing is, they might just not know this. So then they'd have to go out and research and find these other card games that they may or may not know anything about and then put the time into that. And it's like, but they want to put the time into Lorcana. So again, that's just completely up to them. But uh, if that person knows, they're like, okay, I don't really want to have to worry about resources in terms of lands. And you know what? I really like the aesthetic of Disney Lorcana, and I like a lot of the cards in it that are being played. Mm-hmm. Well, just to be like, well, since you're a competitive player, go play Magic. Go play Yu-Gi-Oh! 
if you don't want to worry about resources, why aren't you playing Yu-Gi-Oh? Well, I mean, there could be a lot of reasons you don't want to go play Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, yeah, that can be true, but it's also like you you can't just be like, Dan, since you want to be more competitive, we're going to find you this other game for you to go play. I think – so there's only one thing I can't don't agree with that. you there. Right. I, I agree with that. Like I – I think yeah, it could be true, but I yeah. don't think it. I don't think it necessarily even is true. Mm. I think it's more so not true, right? Because uh. let's let's go to the ne- this next thread here from Traverse Tavern. It says, "I will say that as a competitive player, Lorcana is quote the game that I want to be playing right now." Uh, four <laughs> bullet points. I do not enjoy Flesh and Blood. I do not want to be forced to pay the travel costs necessary to be competitive in Pokemon. So it sounds like they enjoy Pokemon, but. Uh, it's too costly for them to, to be a competitive Pokemon player. Yeah. I do not enjoy magic. I don't have the time to dedicate to Yu-Gi-Oh. The last thing there, I don't have the time to dedicate to Yu-Gi-Oh. Honestly, if you're being competitive in anything, you kind of got to pick one. Because <laughs> it, <clears throat> like we were talking about, it, it, take, it <clears throat> takes a lot of time. Yeah. It takes a lot of time. So he's got a couple of the threads, uh, uh, posts along that go with this one. Next says, with Lorcana, there are dozens of competitive opportunities every week, and these are only increasing before official tournament support is even a thing. And again, that is 100% determinant on where you are located and what local support from local um, LGSs that are around you, right? Um also, like what you're going to put up with from the standpoint of how far you want to travel to get to set yeah. events, right? <clears throat> um, I want this to be a place where people can enjoy the game however they want without the casual versus competitive debate. Uh, Newsflash is always going to be the competitive versus casual debate no matter what game it is, yeah. even if it's Uno. <laughs> um, that come, uh, It's not a debate, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> <Come on>. uh. <laughs> so um, so I, I cut that off, but it says they, they want – however they want without the casual versus competitive debate that comes up in every game there is room for competitive players there is room for casual players one party does not deserve to be here more than the other i mean i would agree i don't think anyone deserves to be anywhere like Mm -hmm. it's you're all we're all on equal footing here i think Uh, communication between these players is the only way that we can avoid the unnecessary civil war that other tcgs go through unnecessary civil war was was interesting um, do you, th- do you think it's not, well, do you think it's a civil war? I mean, again, these are loaded terms, right? But what do you think? Because, I think it's super exaggeration of uh, wordplay. Yes, yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, but I did want to, I did want to talk about his points. Uh, I understand yes. that I don't enjoy fab. I don't enjoy magic because again, it all comes down to you. Um, the one. There are the two things I'm a little confused upon. And it says, I don't want to be forced to pay the travel cost necessary to be competitive in Pokemon. But it's also like, well, what is your, like, what's the competitive level you're looking for? Because as of right now, the competitive level, if you say you're a competitive player for Lorcana, is that like just locals? Well, yeah, it could be. <clears throat> so then. Yeah, it could be like if, how far you're willing to travel, how much you're willing to pay to be right. competitive. So that's that's also the thing where it's like, all right, if you're a competitive player in Lorcana, you're playing at a local level, why don't you just also play Pokemon at a local level and you're not forced to travel? Except when Lorcana does get, you know, big like Pokemon, are you then forced to go travel to those events? I think I think everything 
everything that we're going to talk about from that is all speculation, right? Yeah. Because I think <clears throat> that that point, what you're talking about, needs more. We there needs to be probing questions asked. Yeah. Right. There needs to be probing questions yeah. asked. So it was like that. I was kind of like, uh, yeah, we could, you know, you, we could dig probe a bit more. more. We could dig a bit more. Sure. Um, and then sure. I don't have the time to dedicate to Yu Gi Oh. Is that because you dedicate stuff to Lorcana already? And it's like. You know, if you figured out like your one game you want to be competitive in, then it's like, all right, why are you picking Lorcana over Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon? Is the Pokemon just because you don't want to have to travel somewhere to be big competitively? Where as of right now, there's no big competitive for Lorcana. In all honesty, to get there. I don't think any of it matters though. In all honesty, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it like, was it was more of just like I could have questions for this person. Well, sure. Sure. So sure, you can have questions for literally anybody. Yeah. When it comes when it comes to the specific <laughs> conversation, like, especially about card games. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So so uh, JGG continues here. Says the two are always at odds, which is why the casual people usually always prefer playing at home or with friends over attending events and traveling. Why should they be excluded unless they can form the? A lot of these are, I think, necessitate more probing questions. Right. Who feels excluded and unless they conform to whom? Mm-hmm. Like, that would be my question. Because, again, I we're not going to get any answers, right, at this table, right? <clears throat> I mean, I can understand the feeling of, hey, I don't feel like I belong because there's nothing here that's, quote, for me from the mm-hmm. standpoint of what I not – there's nothing here for what I'm looking for, for yeah. instance, right? So I can I can understand that, Okay. Uh, Travis Tavern responds, says, I don't see any reason for them to be excluded, and I'm extremely vocal about everyone being included, no matter how they enjoy the game. Communication is key to make sure people playing with other people they may not know so both parties can enjoy the experience. What do you think about that? Do you think communication is key when you're playing with people you don't know to make sure everyone enjoys the experience? Uh, What do you think? I think it depends on what it is you're going to. If like if we're going to a tournament, I I don't see the need of that communication. It's like we both know what we signed up for. Mm-hmm. This tournament, there's prizing. It's like, all right, you want to come here as playing your rogue deck, that, your right, casual list. Right, right. It's like, and you just want to be here to meet people. Okay, well, have fun meeting people at the lower tables because I'm gonna be <laughs> up at the higher ones, maybe, um, competing for this thing. <laughs> although, although. There have been times I go into to bigger magic tournaments, you know, thinking I'm so going to be playing competitively. You know, I go on like a losing streak and I'm just like my mindset changes and then I end up at the lower tables. Guys, you can meet a lot of cool people at these lower tables mm-hmm. because they're just there to have fun and meet I think, people. I think if you're at, if you're at an event, you're all at the same <clears throat> event. Like I yeah. think you kind of know what you're going there for, yeah. right? And if you're playing a game Okay, well, what like normally for the most part, if you're playing game, you signed up for some event. Yeah, if you've it's the signed, main event, you've signed up for some event. Yeah, right. If it's a casual event, all right, we're just here to yeah have fun. And normal again, normally from my experience with casual events, there's here's this pool of tickets, divvy them up however you want, or if you want to say <laughs> hey, there's all of them go to the winner. What that's yeah. all up to you guys, yeah. right? Then yeah. that's up to hey, we all just want to get one. Just we're just gonna hang yeah. out and play some commander or whatever yeah. the case may be. 
Yeah. Great. When we were playing the the commander side events at Gen Con, it was just like, all right, every single person we gets do. two tickets. Winner gets two more tickets or whatever it was set up. Right, right. Um, and I think there were ones where even like you just all want to get them. We're like, yeah, we'll just divvy it up even yeah. there or whatever. Yeah. It was it was it was up to us. Yeah. Which so from that standpoint, yeah, I I think I mean, again, it depends. Yeah. Excuse me. And it's just like it honestly, it just goes back to the problem of like people are just not having these these events of like multiplayer for Larkana to take their rogue decks to have to be able to work right. with other people to right. maybe win the game right um, versus one on one it's going to get very reliant upon yourself you're not you can't rely on anyone else it's just yeah. like K who's playing you know like a better list well, or one 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 on one games are always going to be inherently more competitive yes. I think than than 100%. any multiplayer than anything multiplayer 100%. right um so the only thing that I don't agree well I don't necessarily agree with this post where it says communication is key yeah. to make sure people playing with other people they may not <clears> know so both parties can enjoy the experience you know what in all honesty here the only <clears> thing I have to say to this is Jim it's not up to me your enjoyment is not up to me. Yeah. Your enjoyment is up to you. Yeah. My enjoyment is up to me. Yeah. Okay. It's not up to me to make sure everyone at my table has a good time. Okay. Uh, and the uh, reason I say this is again, I always go back to personal accountability and making sure, uh, again, making sure you treat people uh, well. Okay. You know, you be kind and, and, and everything, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to let the three, if I'm playing multiplayer, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let the three other people there uh, determine what kind of fun I'm going to have. Uh-huh. I'm going to make sure that I enjoy myself and I will do my best to have a good attitude. But ultimately, uh-huh. if you said, if you walked in from that event, from that game and said, I didn't have fun, that's not my problem. <laughs> that's not my fault. Like yeah. that is a choice. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, again, I'm going to save this for later when we're playing four man pod and yeah. I really make you not have fun. <laughs> that's on you. <laughs> Okay. Remember you said you were right. (laughs) He is correct. He is, and I will, and I will say this. I'll say this right here. Okay. Every single time that I've gotten upset and frustrated has not been anyone's fault but mine (laughs) because I made the choice to get upset and frustrated. Okay. So if that vid that one video where i let it out and yeah i was i was playing for the muse but i was also not having a good time okay and i've said this many many times jim did nothing wrong like jim was yet was jim trolling yeah jim you were trolling a little bit weren't you uh i mean a little bit a little bit maybe not the majority i wouldn't say I was the majority of it controlling control would controlling I was controlling the game. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> yes, you were. You were. But you lean, you did lean into it a little bit. Would you agree or no? Uh, there were I, definitely times where I could have just been like, okay, I'm going to do something else. Definitely could have been times. But I'm also like that you had like some really good cards out on board. I'm like, I can't let that happen. Yeah. I'm like, because then that just sets me really far back. Was there any point in that game where you leaned into it a little bit of, I'm going to poke and prod a little bit. It's hard for me to say. Do you remember? No, it's hard for me to say, um, because it was also, there could have been guys. That game was a lot of like the creatures out on board where it was like, all right, well, if I don't get this, I really don't want to take the risk of this bad thing happening. So right, I was just right. like, um, and I was like, I'm, 
I'm just extremely close already. Right. So I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to still play to this. Right. So right. it's really hard for me to say where my mindset was right. at. Right, right, right. No, yeah, but I, it was 100% my, like, my attitude was on me. Like, yeah. how I acted was, was all on me. <laughs> like, my enjoyment was up to me, okay? Yeah. So now, again, <clears throat> two guys, two things can be true at the same time, okay? Yes, I think it, like, it's up to me to control how, like, my attitude and how I enjoy it. Right. But I also Uh think you should do your best to, you know, again, depending on the environment, like if, Hey, if again, if you go to an event and everyone knows what the event is, okay. Like be kind, do, you know, be, try to be a good person, all all that good stuff. But at the same time, I, like, I I don't, I, 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 it's not up to me to make sure everybody has fun. Right. I'll, I'll be kind. I'll be good. And I'll be nice and everything. Do all those things. Right, but at the same time, recognize it's not up to me to make sure yeah. you have a good time. It is also different, you know. It it depends on the setting. Like if you're going sure. to a tournament, don't expect that sort of thing. No, if right. We're grouping right. up with, you know, if we're grouping up with AJ Tyler for right. like the first time, right. and it's like someone bust out something a little too powerful than what it is like we're all trying to achieve. Right. Then like we have that conversation. Right. So and and, and again so. And, and so where he's not wrong, right, communication is key. Yeah. I mean, the rule zero conversation, exactly. that does conversations, yeah. right? So that's where I'm like, I agree, but I also like, yeah. or I should say I don't yeah. agree, but I also agree, yeah. right? Because again, going to event, that's one thing. You've kind of yeah. done that communication already. Yeah. But hey, I'm showing up at my LGS, have that conversation of, hey, what yeah. are we trying to do here? Yeah, exactly. So that's where he's not wrong at you, all. 100%. If you're paying for a tournament and there's money on the line, it's up to you if you don't want to be and competitive. I think, and I think everyone in this thread would agree, yes. Yeah. Like in that setting, in that yeah. environment, correct. However, like both people here in this thread are saying those events, there there, there should be different types of events yeah, for 100%. casual and for competitive. Yeah. So let's continue here. So JGG responds says, can you blame them, though, for not wanting to spend the time and money to go to events? To get their face pounded in by meta decks that aren't fun for them to play. It's discouraging. I, I, I can agree with that. I, I understand that. Not to mention the attitude some competitive players give to others. Of course, they don't want to deal with that. And again, that the only thing I would say to that is that's up to you. Like you yeah. have to, you got to learn. Again, if you're in any TCG, you can't let this stuff bother you. Like yeah. you can't. Is it easy? No, I'm not saying it is. But you need to get to the point to where, hey, I'm not going to let what other people say, what other people do affect me or get under my skin. Especially when you're just trying to have fun and be casual, mm-hmm. right? If you want say, hey, I'm a casual person and player, yeah. I want to play casually and have a good time then it should be it should be harder for people to get under your skin yeah like if you're playing competitively i get it there's i understand when there's money on the line but if there's nothing on the line for you other than your enjoyment i think theoretically it should be harder for other people to get under your skin yeah theoretically yeah so that's the only thing i that's the only thing i would say to that yeah i think uh i was also just thinking about it um you know, you can still find and have a good time at these tournaments if you're a casual person, but it's like kind of all dependent upon your mindset of, okay, I'm going to go here. I know I'm going to spend $6, get nothing, but I'm going to, I'm going to try and just talk to the people I'm playing the game with mm-hmm. and just like find out who they are as a person. Yep. And you like, you're growing, you're going to be growing these relationships with yep. people. It's like, if you're just going there and being like, Oh, I'm paying $6 and I'm losing everything, 
but I'm, you know you're a casual person. It's like, what is your objective here? Right. It's like, right. you want to go there and meet people? Well, understand that if it's in a 1v1 situation, you're only going to – you're going to have like 50 minutes with mm-hmm. the one person and it's like, okay, I know for future reference – I'm not going to really want to talk to this person Mm -hmm. because you know where they're at and they might just not mesh well with you. Right. So you have to put in the time and effort to find those people that are on the same uh, wavelength with you, essentially. Sure. Um, And that's, yeah, that's just going to take time. Right. And posting on Twitter ain't going to be helping. (laughs) (laughs) But, but here's the thing though. It kind of could though, because what are you, what are you in essence what could you be doing on Twitter? <clears throat> Making and gaining relationships. Yep. You could be furthering relationships <clears throat> on Twitter, which I know has happened. Yeah. I 100% know that has happened, especially within the Lokana community yeah, since the game started. Now, so there, there's two things that, that, that I'm going to say here. I know this is not what Jedi Geek Girl here is kind of talking about. I know she's talking about like events, and we'll get to that. And yeah. we will 100% will get to that, right? Events are different. We'll, we'll get to that, right? But when, the other thing I will say here is I'll give you a great example, okay? Uh, MinMax Games, a local uh, game store not too far from us, uh, led by some great people, okay? And they were also the center. <coughs> and this is where last week we kind of – was it last week? Oh, last week I, last week kinda, we were talking about the scalpers thing, right? Yeah. And um, MinMax was at, was at the center and heart of a uh, – the discussion between scalpers and pricing about because uh, they price their boxes pretty high and people were not happy and yeah. people said some per- some not nice things and yeah. I got mad I got upset about uh, the things that people were saying and we were just we're and we we're sitting here talking about not letting other yeah. what people say affect you yeah. right but the reason I got upset was because um, I know the people at MinMax and the things that were sent, being said about them were not very nice. Uh-huh. So I, I DM'd some people and was like, yeah, no, don't – let's not say these things about um, friends of mine because you're wrong, <laughs> number one. <laughs> number two, like you just – don't speak on things you don't really know too much about. But anyway, anyway, I say all that to say, uh, MinMax Games, a local game store. Uh, I've gone to multiple Flesh and Blood tournaments. Mm-hmm. Do I play Flesh and Blood? No. Did I go to those events to play Flesh and Blood? Nope. It's honestly a great place to fall asleep at. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Yeah. It's very peaceful. But I didn't. I didn't go to play Flesh and Blood. I just went out to hang hang out with people. Yeah. We played Flesh and Blood once, I guess. You and I, you and I, <laughs> yeah, did. We, we did. We played Blitz, yeah, okay, at yeah. one of these events. But I, I would, I've gone to multiple events and not played, not yeah. played Flesh and Blood. Yeah. I would just go meet people, hang out, for, further relationships, yep. and just hang out and chill. Yeah. And it was a great time. Yeah. And like, who, I knew what I was going to do, uh-huh. right? I didn't go again. Did I play Flesh and Blood? No. I didn't, right? But like, I would bring some other stuff and say, "Hey, we're we're gonna sit down here, we're gonna play." And we brought some other games and played. But yeah. like, that's a that's a good example of, "Hey, I'm going to a competitive event, not for competitive reasons." Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right. Uh, so, Traverse Tavern responds and says, "I am extremely vocal and discouraging uh-huh. and discouraging of any behavior at events, locals, online, from competitive players talking down to or about casual players. This happens across the board. Like it's not it's it's not limited to competitive saying bad things about casuals. It yeah. it happens across the board to, for everybody, right? It, it happens. Uh, 
I'm not saying it's good, but it just it happens. People are people. It's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> Regarding the events, I would love to see side events that may be more attractive toward casual audiences while also having higher stakes. Because I think for the most part, that's what a lot of competitive players are looking for is the high stakes. Yep. They want the money. They like they're putting all this time and effort into a game to mm. be financially rewarded, yep. and I can't blame them. Like that's what that's what they tend to do. Yeah. Um, let me actually see here real quick. Oh, and then he says events as the main event for the competitive players who are there as well. I would also like to see some events that cater towards casual play alone. So JGG responds, says, I would prefer the opposite, actually, where the focus is on the brand community and a celebration of the game with more competitive elements being a part of the event, but not the focus. I mean, look, <laughs> that's. <laughs> I think I think that that uh, interaction right there. I don't know. That's just a personal thing. Like I, I think that's just a personal thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, you're not just go to what you're looking for. I <laughs> I, I guess. But we're, and we'll. I think we will respond to all this kind of at the end uh, about where we think the where where this ultimately comes down to. But let me ask you: When you go to an event, what are you what are you normally looking for? Because, I mean, when's the last time you've even been to a big event? A big event? It's been a long it's time. It's been a while, yeah. It has been a while. Uh, I don't know exactly. I don't... Outside of Gen Con, I think the last big event, the only event I've ever been to is a Command Fest, where, yeah. like, the focus was just casual Commander. And there were um, there were big um, um, competitive events there. Hmm. And people – but the thing is, like – I think anytime you're going to have any sort of money on the line, more people are going to travel in for that. People aren't going to travel in from out of state for a casual event just to come and have fun. I I don't think. Yeah. For the the most part. The only way I could see it is if it was like – a really, a really big thing, you know, like Look, a convention and, and thing. And, and JGG talks about MTG 30 here in a minute, right? But <clears throat> I don't think you can talk about anything magic about – when we're talking about events, you yeah. have to separate out magic. You yeah. have to separate – I think you got to separate out magic, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon from everything else <laughs> because no – I don't think any TCG event is going to be on the level of anything out of those three games. Yeah. Oh, Flesh and Blood. Flesh and blood, because flesh, flesh and blood at least has been around for a little bit. Mm. But I'm not sure what, and I'm not sure if any <coughs> of the numbers of any flesh and blood event have been. I think they just had a recent. Their world championships, I think, are happening now or have happened. I can't remember. Mm. As you can tell, I don't keep up with what's going on in the flesh and blood world. There's like I played I, two games in my I lifetime. I played a couple of games. Yeah, I haven't played a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I barely know anything about the game. But I have a lot of friends who love that game, yeah. and they're amazing people. Yeah. And I will go to those events just to hang out with them because they're amazing people. Yeah. Period. Yeah. So. Uh, but for me personally, going to these events, uh, all the ones I have been to, it first started as, I'm going to see how well I can do in the tournament and took it seriously. And then I find out, I'm like, all right, man, uh, these kind of take a while and I don't have the <laughs> the mental stamina <laughs> to be playing in these sorts of things. Oh, so yeah. I'm just yeah. glad that I've noticed that about myself yeah. rather than being like, you know, being upset that I'm just not doing well in tournaments, you know, as it goes on. And well, I kind of just Do you want to be competitive in any game, in any <laughs> card game? Honestly, I don't know if I do. Yeah. 
Um, sometimes I think I'm like, oh, that would be sick. I love playing these meta yeah. decks. It's real strong, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, I would just, I don't, I don't think I want to be the player for it. It's more of, I, I don't mind essentially being a coach for people, mm -hmm. um, and having the knowledge for it and helping people play test mm -hmm. and going through a bunch of things, helping with research, whatever it is, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I don't think I have the desire to be the player competitively. So, so I have to separate out like desire from reality. Yeah. Right. Because with me, I, dude, I got a full time job. I have, I got kids, I got a wife, I got a fam. I have so many responsibilities. Yeah. I don't think realistically, I don't think I could play any card game competitively. Yeah. Now, um, Desire, I don't think I have any desire right now to play any game competitively. I don't have a desire to play Lorcana competitively. Yeah. I think I think if there's one game that I would want to play competitively, in all honesty, I think that might be Star Wars Unlimited. Like I think Star Wars Unlimited, I and I've been posting about this to Twitter. Like I'm I am more excited about Star Wars Unlimited than I've been like I'm more excited for Star Wars than I was about Lorcana. Yeah. Um, I'm more excited about Unlimited than anything. I think yeah. Unlimited is gonna is gonna be awesome. <laughs> I think this game looks so awesome uh -huh. and so cool. I mean, I remember when we found out how to play Lorcana, I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> I, it's it's not it's not my cup of tea from a competitive and more strategic level. Yeah. Do I do I enjoy Lorcana? Absolutely. I think Lorcana is a ton of fun. Yeah. But it's Lorcana would never be the game that I think I would want to play competitively. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I would be the one making <laughs> just poking at the people who play competitively just to just to be that guy. <laughs> and then when they get upset, be like, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Look, I love I'm you. Trolling. <laughs> I'm just trolling. <laughs> um, but Star Wars Unlimited, I think, would be the game that I'd want to if I ever got that itch to yeah. play competitively. It would yeah. May, it might be Star Wars Unlimited, mm. right? Um, but like, I don't want to play Magic competitively. Yeah. Uh, again, not. I, mean, I haven't played Flesh and Blood. I I don't want to do it. I like. I like a lot of the Flesh and Blood stuff, and then there's some things I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to do that. I but <laughs> like with Flesh and Blood, I'm like, since since I'm not in it and I don't really understand it, like yeah. I have I have a baseline knowledge and like I'm good right there. Yeah. I'm good with it. Yeah. It's not something else I really want to get into and be like, all right, now I need to get all these. Up next. Yeah. Just, I've got too many other things. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm I'm already into it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's let's get back here real quick. So, oh, so JGG says like I didn't go to an MTG30 event, but I got vibes that that's what that was. <clears throat> I think she might might be correct there because I know that like at MTG30 there were a ton of different events and yeah. like the focus <clears throat> I think from that event was the gathering like yeah. and they really yeah. leaned into that heavy. Yeah. Um I think and there were competitive events there. Um like mm -hmm. there was a big there was a big tournament there I think. Mm -hmm. Um but like that wasn't the reason they were holding the event yeah. right it's the exact same thing how i see like uh blizzcon for like world of warcraft all sure. of their games sure. it's like you're going there to meet a bunch of people and sure there's a tournament there but it's really just the pro players are playing in those right. tournaments right. and it's just like everyone else can there's going to be a bunch of computers set up you want to try 
the new games that they're announcing or go play whatever game it is, you know, wow, mm-hmm. um, you know, insert any other Blizzard game. And it's just, you're going there as a, it's a convention, right. grouping up with people and sure they have these other things going on. But w- when they made the, uh, the, what is it, Magic Con? It's, or Magic Fest? I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's. That's essentially, or M30. MTG30. Yeah, 30. And they turned it into that convention thing, like you're right. saying, the gathering right. part right. of it. Right. It's That's exactly kind of what people are looking for. They well, want to go to these conventions. And, and I also, I, I do think part of it is it, that's a personal individual thing. Like, well, what yeah. are you looking for? Yeah. Like, you could go to a competitive <laughs> event for different reasons, right? Yeah. Like, it... I think it's more so up to the individual going to the event of what their goal is. Uh-huh. Now, it definitely there's definitely a big part uh, from the developer, publisher, whoever it is, like whoever's putting on the event, what kind of event is this going to be? Is it going to be billed as? That's mm-hmm. definitely a big part of it for sure. But I think we can't discount and not recognize the effect that the individual people going to the event, what they are specifically looking for in going to that event. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, uh, so let's, let's finish this off here. Right. So Traverse Tavern says, I believe there's room for both levels of events to exist. hundred percent agree. But I think <sighs> it's important to note that if there's any prizing included, there will be players who are competitive who want to try and win. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. hundred percent. Correct. And says, again, I think the communication between parties is the most important thing. Again, depends. Like, I agree, but I think it, d- it depends. Okay. Um, JGG says, I believe that there's room for change in how large events are ran for TCGs, but no one wants to find that answer because they are so conformed into this one box and to how they have to be done. I don't think that's necessarily true because uh, I think you're only looking at a couple specific games that have that have large enough followings to have these types of events, yeah. right? So I don't think that's necessarily true. Mm-hmm. Um, then Travis Tavern says, I agree, and I think having room for competitive players and casual players to enjoy themselves is part of that. I've seen too many wars on both sides in TCGs, and it always just devolves into the same aspects. I'd prefer not to see that here. It's still going to happen, and you're still going to see it here. Mm-hmm. Um um, and then JGG says, right now, though, it's clearly being tilted to one side without anything really on the other side to balance things out. Till it happens, it's nothing but lip service, nothing more. And I think the reason for that is Lorcana just came out. We have no OP support. And Travers Tavern says that. There's there's no OP support. Mm-hmm. We have had nothing from Ravensburger. Everything right now, yeah, it's all competitive events because that's – but that's what – um, attracts people to travel to these events, mm-hmm. right? You, like local events aren't going to get big turnouts. Yeah. Like the way you get large turnouts to anything is to have uh, payouts normally, right? Mm-hmm. Outside of the, hey, I've been making content for this game that hasn't been a, a thing for a year and it just became a thing. Those people, again, yes, Lorcana people, like that's a thing, right? Yeah. But <clears throat> that's not the majority of people, yeah. right? And they're not going to have Lorcon is like, oh, we got one set. (laughs) Yeah, they're not going to have that yet. They're not going to have that yet. Because again, they're still, they have to, it's a proof of concept right now. And I think in order to put something like that, you have to think about what kind of resources it takes to run an event like this. I'm telling you right now, Ravensburger is not equipped to run anything like that. (laughs) They are not equipped. Mm -hmm. They're not. And I think we would get anyone from RB here. If we were talking to any of them, they would tell you, yes, that's correct. Uh, I, I can't imagine they'd be ready for anything like that. Um, 
I one I think they will one day because I think I think Lorcan I think Lorcana is going to just continue and continue to grow, mm-hmm. and it's going to take a lot for Lorcana to continue and continue to grow. Um, all right, so I think the two big things here, okay, is I think this entire thread, what it devolves down to is two things. I think, okay, number one, you getting that publisher support. Getting publisher support because right now every event that's happening is all third party. It's all independent third party, which is all well and good. Yeah. And and like that's the community. That's the community stepping up and running these events. But what types of events are you going to get people come? Because again, like if we did a hobbies and happiness 1K or we did a hobbies and happiness event, <coughs> okay, how are we going to get people to come in from out of town to do this? Mm-hmm. We got to put money on the line. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you attract people to come. So of course it's going to feel like to me, it's kind of obvious why it feels tilted to one side because that's what you see being advertised is that's mm-hmm. what's going to get people to travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, I think this weekend was Miami TCG con. Mm-hmm. And what did they, what did they advertise? They advertise a lot of competitive events. Yeah, sure. They said, Hey, we're going to have artists here. We're going to have all these other things. There's going to be side <laughs> events, side events. Right. But the main things are, Hey, there's money on the line. Yeah. And they had a lot of people sign up for yeah. the Lorcana tournament and yeah. whatnot. And unless and that's you, how you get people to travel. Unless you live close to the event, you're not going to be like, oh, hey, I'm a casual yeah. player. And be like, oh, hey, casual player, come drive seven hours to or, this event or, or drop fly. A th- or, or drop $1,000 on travel. Yeah. And yeah. It's people like, do that for Gen Con? Yeah. Because yeah. Gen, Con, Gen Con's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they don't do that for anything else. <laughs> Like so, I think I think it's a. In all honesty, I think it's a bit silly to be like, "Hey, I'm going to go to Gen Con, hang out with all these people. Why aren't there more things like this that that are for me, the casual player?" Well, Gen Con yeah. is very. Uh, it's not like specified at all as to. Oh, what's it's, there. it's no, it's, yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, it's board game or games. Yeah, but it's like, you know how many games there are? Dude, you know how many vendors were, so are at Gen Con? Gen and Gen Con is so much fun. Yeah. Gen Con's a ton of fun. Like, if you like games in general, go to Gen Con. Right. Right. Um, so, hang, hang on. This this thread kind of finishes up here, okay? I'm going to re- read these last two posts. Okay. Uh, Travers Tavern says, I understand that, and I think that's mainly because organized play hasn't ramped up yet, and advertise one or two case for competitive players will usually pull in more business for stores running them. 100% correct. Casual play will need to be more organized at the local level by players right uh-huh. now. Um, uh, where did that go? I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah. Um, something like a theme night, multiplayer formats, team matches, sealed, and tons more. Most stores won't organize them on their own right now because it's more effort for usually less businesses. That's true because they're going to lose a lot of money. And unless you have something that pulls in that money, pulls in that capital, you're just spending a ton and ton and ton yeah. of money. Um, and I'm, so, I'm sorry to break it to you because, again, the casual the, the casual audience is not what finances many of these games or stores. It's not. Would you agree with that? <laughs> Well, I mean, honestly, after hearing Magic's numbers, I'm like, oh, I don't know now about the uh, what about the the comp- or the casual scene. They get a ridiculous amount of money for for Magic from the casual scene. Um, 
But in terms of yeah, but we have to talk. But we're not talking about level? that. We have to talk about the local level. Yeah, if we're talking about local level, yeah, I don't really see it because who's going to be you know spending more stuff if it's if they're buying singles from you, if they are buying a bunch of sealed product from you, who's going to buy more? A casual player or the competitive right. player, right? Who needs to get this stuff, right? To compete, right? Um. So yeah, but these things are fun, and I think local communities should be doing it. I I don't necessarily disagree. And then JGG finishes this by saying, until that changes, they're going to keep pushing out casual players from their store. I think that honestly, I think that's on the casual player. Yeah, like you have, like if you want to play casually, yeah. like you can't let what other again. Yeah. I'm just I've said this many times here. You can't let what other people do affect your enjoyment. Mm. Like that's a hundred percent up to you. Mm. But at the same time, again, from from an LGS standpoint, like if you want to keep those people coming to your store, offer what they're looking for. Yeah. Like if they're looking for these types of events, offer those types of the events. Yeah. Right. So uh, so I'm ra- I want to wrap this up by saying I think ultimately it comes down to two things. <laughs> Everyone involved, right? It's the the public. Well, but seriously, because you have to. Because (laughs) my answers are both sides. I mean, you're not wrong. It's It's, literally everyone involved. It's both sides. Like the publishers and the LGSs, they they have to offer those types of events of what their communities are looking for. And I think again, with a brand new game, it dude, it takes time. Yeah. Like I don't (laughs) think Lorcana comes out and then you can expect. All right. Look at what Magic's doing. Why aren't you guys doing that? Come on. I don't think that's a good – I don't think that's a very yeah. good barometer yeah. to be like, this game has been on for 30 years. Yeah. Why are we not doing what they're doing? It's like, what are they going to do for prizing? We ain't got no product. <laughs> right. There ain't no right. OTS packs. There's Correct. no – there's no nothing. And I've said and I've said this from it's the nothing. get-go with Lorcana. They're learning so much here. Yeah. Like, they – they don't know how to run. They don't know how to make it. I shouldn't say they don't know how to make a TCG because they do because it's games is fun and they're doing yeah. a good job, right? But there's it's more than that. It's more than just making a good game. Yeah. Like when you talk about building community and OP and everything, it's a whole lot more than that. Yeah. The only other thing that I want, in all honesty, that I want to see from Lorcana, there's t- I think there's way. I don't want to say there's too much involvement with the Lorcan HQ Discord because that's not a bad thing, right? Um, but I think the way I want to phrase it is I think they utilize that as their, hey, I'm going to talk with the community and this is the way to do it is through this one Discord. So I, I don't know. I, I think I think maybe I'm just looking into it a little bit too much, right? <clears throat> because um, when, we, when, we, when we're seeing a lot of these card reveals and everything – it's hey we're we're going into these discords and <laughs> and releasing them in the discords and and not like directly for everyone who's not a part of those discords to see they rely on everyone in those discords to put them out mm. i don't know is that a bad is am i just being petty is that a bad thing what what do you think cuz like <sighs> the way that i view it is like almost preferential treatment almost you does does that make sense of what i'm saying to you right now do you understand what I'm saying? I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. So, <clears throat> okay. So my, my again, I'll just say complaint, all right, just for lack of a better word, okay? My complaint is, okay, uh, Lor- the Lorcana team, they communicate, their, their communication with the public normally 
has been through this certain discords. They're not official <laughs> Lorcana discords. Yeah. Yeah. They are fan run like the Lorcana HQ discord. Yeah. Okay. They communicate with them fairly regularly. And again, I'm not saying it's a bad thing because I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah. Okay. But they'll push out a lot of new cards and say, hey, here are these certain card reveals directly in the discord mm -hmm. so they do it within these discords there's a french discord that they do it in as well yeah. again i'm not saying it's a bad thing right but they'll communicate and talk with everyone in that discord right mm -hmm. but they don't do any of they don't do any of that stuff outside of those discords so what i'm saying is it it feels almost as if hey if you're not in those discords you're missing out but mm -hmm. why should <clears throat> i go in those discords like i don't want to go in those discords mm -hmm. like I feel like I'm not being communicated to or I'm being treated the same way mm -hmm. unless I'm in those discords. So it feels almost as if it's like preferential treatment if you're in the discord. And again, I like I said, I, none of this is a bad thing. Like I don't think communicating these discords is a bad thing. But it almost feels as if they're prefer preferencing well. – they're putting it in the discords on, or they'll also put it on like Twitter or whatever they don't, social but media. But they do not do that. They don't put it on. They do not. They people who are in the discords do it, but it's huh. not from official sources. Like it's not being posted from official Lorcana sources. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's the people who are in those discords. Because normally what happens is they'll <clears throat> put out a, a a new card. They'll reveal a new card in one of those discords, mm -hmm. and then the same <clears throat> ten people will then repost that card and say, yeah. hey, look what just got revealed in the Lorcan HQ Discord. If you're missing out, don't miss out. Come join us in, in this Discord, mm -hmm. right? But again, it's not an official It's not an official anything. None of this mm -hmm. is official from Disney Lorcana, yeah. the team. I, that's, I also, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I mean, sure, they it's could weird. throw it on like their Twitter, right? Um, and post it there, but then the people from Discord just will take it and post it in the Discord. I'd, I, would per, I would rather it go that <coughs> way. I would much rather go that way because because again I then I would feel like I'm not missing out on anything because I'm not hey I'm not a part of the the cool kids club for lack of a better word you know what I mean I, I like it's a it's a feels bad feeling and I know I've I've talked about hey that's all on you the whole thing I get it I just like have, I think it's an interesting conversation yeah, I, mean, I I really don't think I care enough. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I don't care where they post it as long as I get the info on the card. And if it's like, as long as it's legit. Um, but like if they post it there, then you, you get the information like five minutes later on Twitter of people blowing it, stuff. It has up nothing, to, but it, it has nothing to do with the information <clears throat> though. It, that, that, that's not the crux of the matter. So you though. just, you would just feel better if they posted on their official stuff. This has nothing to do with like how I'm feeling, right? What I, what I'm saying is, I think if you had, I thought this whole part right here was because of it. Part uh, partly, okay, okay, it, it partly <clears throat> is. But what I'm saying is, if you have, if if you have a conglomeration of people who feel that same way, <clears throat> that could cause a problem. Like what I'm saying is none of these sources are official. Like the Discord, it's not an official right. Lorcana thing. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's a fan run community, uh -huh. right? None it it none of it's official, right? Okay. So again, what I'm saying is if you are prioritizing this community over here, like let's say there's 10 Discords now that pop up. Uh -huh. Okay. There's 10 <clears throat> Lorcana Discords, but the Lorcana team is only in this one Discord. It's not an official one. Okay. This is not an official Discord. <clears throat> right, right. But they are continue to release 
and talk with and communicate with people in this discord in just one specific one. one, That's, that's what I'm saying. Okay. That's how it has nothing to do with getting information. It's, I I don't think I care enough. (laughs) (laughs) I understand you don't care enough about it. I I get that. I get that. But like, I don't care where they post it. (laughs) It doesn't matter to me. But, but that, that's my whole thing is you're, you're preferencing Uh this group of people over here. You're communicating Uh with them. If it was an official thing, like if it was an official Discord, uh-huh. oh, I that's one thing. Right, right. Right. But if it's a fan thing, uh-huh. hey, we're only going to talk to the fans in this Discord over uh-huh. here. It just seems a bit weird to me, right? Yeah. Because that's what I'm saying is I think then you can start getting – you could get everyone who's not in that Discord being like, well, hang on. Like why aren't you communicating with us over here? Uh-huh. But you're only communicating with them over there. Uh-huh. It's it's a weird dynamic. It's like right? businesses it's, set up relationships with people and continue to foster them and not move to other people. Say that again. It's essentially they have built relationships with the people at that Discord potentially. Potentially, and sure. Continue to foster it versus go to a different Discord. Yeah, I I mean, again, you know. I, I I don't I don't I don't necess- I don't care. Like it's it's not it, I'm not saying this from the standpoint of I'm <clears throat> I'm offended. I feel slighted. No, it's it's none of that. It it is none of that at all. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is I I think this could cause problems within the community itself, the the Lorcana community as a whole, because the Lorcana community is not the Lorcana like this mm-hmm. one Discord. Yeah, it's everyone who enjoys and wants to play the game. Mm. But if you're only <clears throat> communicating with this group of certain group of people, it could potentially cause problems. Mm. And like, I don't want to see that, right? Yeah. And I'm not saying that could happen or it is happening. I'm so, not saying none so, of that. So this like, is all a hypothetical, theoretical, <laughs> dumb conversation that we're having. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Jim. Take care. <laughs> 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 and I know Jim is like the worst person to have this conversation with because he's like, I don't care at all. I don't care. I don't much, literally man. don't care. And that's a problem. That that's the issue with Jim sometimes. Is yeah, it is. He'll only talk about things that he cares about. It's like, well, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you can't make me care about stuff. Like, I'm not, I don't know. I know what and you I'm want not trying to. That's the thing. It's, I'm not trying to make you care about it. Anyway. I just wanted, and that's the thing. Like when I asked Jim, what's your thought on this? I don't know. I don't care. All right. That's normally where that conversation <laughs> stops. It stops dead in its tracks of he doesn't care. All right. I guess I'm moving on then. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Jim's the worst person to have hypothetical, theoretical conversations <laughs> with. <laughs> anyway. All right. So I said all of that, right? Talking about the whole casual week competitive thing. Yeah. It comes down to two groups, two groups of people, right? The publishers themselves, the ones putting these events out there. You have to know what the community wants. You got to know what your community needs. What is everyone looking for? And that's why at the, at the start, I said, I think Star Wars Unlimited has done a great job because already they've talked about OP. They've talked about, hey, we're going to have stuff for casual people and competitive yeah. people um, alike. And that's great. Like they are, they're communicating right out the gate of what their stuff is going to look like. Mm -hmm. And then on the flip side, as a player, as a person participating in these events, it's up to you to say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to participate. I'm going to have fun and not let what other people do bother or affect me. That is a very much a personal choice. So, all right. With that being said, (laughs) We're gonna we're gonna talk about the card. We're gonna move on 
move on. Actually, I guess before we move on, uh, we need to talk about what do you guys think. Let us know what you guys <laughs> think. Uh, what do you think about casual v competitive? Um, are we right? Are we wrong? Am I uh, right? Wrong? What do you think? Turtle dude, say I don't care. I think it'll be funny. <laughs> I think it'd be hilarious if he if he like feels extremely strongly one way or another. And at the end of it, uh, Jim's correct. I don't care. <laughs> All right, um, we're going to talk about now the card of the week. We yes. have decided we're going to talk about a Star Wars limited card. Uh, this is an interesting card. Um, okay, Holy my wife really molly, needs to dude, just stop molly. texting me right now. <laughs> I'm going to turn it on. Do not disturb. Thank we're you. We're working. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was my wife texting me. <laughs> oh, we're having a good time. Holy no cow. one's safe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. This card, I don't it looks interesting. Um I'm I'm curious as to Jim's thought on this. All right. So the card is Lando Calrissian. Okay. Yeah. He is um Cunning and uh, heroism. Yeah, cunning and heroism. Okay. Six costs. Ground unit. Six costs. He's a 6-5 fringe official ground unit. He has saboteur. And for those of you who don't remember, saboteur is when this unit attacks, ignore sentinel, and defeat the defender's shield. I love the saboteur keyword. It's um, great. And then he has an ETB, a when played, return up to two friendly resources to their owner's hands. A rare card, um, yeah. So, Rogue Jim, what, what's your what's your first take on this? Dude, when I first read this, I'm like, why would I ever play this? Why am I ever going to want to return two of my resources to my hand? Except, I mean, there could be some times where you, you're okay. like, I kind of want this card. I was gonna back. say the first thing you got to talk about, right, is the resource <laughs> system. Yeah. Like you're using your cards as resources, yep. okay? Yep. And what's the one big? So you know, we we've talked about the whole resource thing many, many times, right? Yeah. How we flooded, uh, resource flooded, lands and yeah. land screwed, all that good stuff with yeah. magic, right? But now with a type of system where your cards are your resources, yeah. you're going to be put in a situation where I have to resource this card, but I don't really want to because I want the card to be able to play. <laughs> now you can, this is the type of effect where yeah. you can bounce that stuff during. So maybe the turn, a couple turns before you're like, I really want, this is like, it's a two of in the deck, but uh -huh. I cannot play this right now. Yeah. Everything else is too good to, yeah. to have. Uh -huh. I need to put this card yeah. out. Or right? don't be afraid to put down like a one of that you're playing right. in your deck. Right. Because right. you can just get it back. You can just get it back. Yeah. Right. And so I think in a game like Star Wars Unlimited, it makes this type of resource bounce or defeat uh, thing with Han Solo as well. Mm. Much more interesting because, hey, now my resource row, it's going to be moving <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Manipulate so, the heck out of it. So Lando, like base, Lando's a 6-5 for 6 mm. with <clears throat> with Saboteur. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not, that's, that's not bad. That's not bad at all, right? Maybe it's slightly less... Better than a typical base, right? Six six for six is would would be typical in most games, right? I think I'd rather have this over a six six for six. You think in you terms did? of the because that saboteur ability is really, really oh nice. yeah oh hundred percent nice. I was gonna say because that's and that's what I think like gets taken away like yeah. that's <clears throat> yeah they took they took that one defense away but 
Give give me saboteur for one defense. Okay. Okay. I will take that. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, But that when played ability, oh man, like it's it's not really a downside. It's not. It's not at all because it's up to. It's not return two. It's return up to two. Card's broken. (laughs) Wait, did you just think about that? I I thought it was return two. I mean, reading's difficult. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's actually real sick. Yeah. I'm like, at first, I'm like, why would I play this? It's essentially setting me back turns, but it's it's kind of not. That card's pretty good. It's guys. not. So, yeah. It's return opted. Okay, I will return because I will return I'll zero. Return zero. I will return zero. I will return yeah. one. Yeah. Because again, it's like, why do I want to deramp myself? <laughs> exactly. But if it's in the later stages, and you're like. I've got enough resources on board, and I know yeah. this card's here. Yeah. And you can look at your cards. I think like you you can look at what's down in your resources, yeah. so you know what's there. Yeah. Your opponent doesn't know, <laughs> so you could be, dude. Like you can use, like there's now going to be an archetype where you can use your resource for your second hand. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Sign me up, dude. <laughs> it's pretty cool. That is. That it's a it's a hand now that my opponent can't really touch yep. unless we get cards that interact, which I'm sure we will. <laughs> but still, like yeah. normally, it's going to be easier for me to interact with my opponent's hand than my yeah. opponent's resources. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Lando Calrissian, Very responsible cool businessman, that is this week's card of the week. All right. So I, Jim, I did not think we were going to be talking about this for almost an hour and a half, dude. I know. I literally did not. Dan was like, oh, this will be a shorter episode. That's fine. (laughs) One of our longest. I did not think (laughs) we were going to talk about this for almost an hour and a half. Oh, my goodness. But that's what you get. That is what we get here at Hobbies and Hobbies. We're talking about the casual v. competitive discussion. So talking from Twitter. (laughs) Yep. So, all right. Well, uh, that's all we got. But, again, before we get out of here, again, I want to – kick to you guys what do you all think um yeah well, let us know what you think are you a casual player are you a competitive player uh did you like that thread that we went through do you have any disagreements or comments just let us know we'd be very interested to know what you think um and again also if you are a podcast listener and you listen especially on apple Podcasts, would do us a favor leave us a five star review on the <laughs> platform or, or any platform that you listen to leave us a five star review and uh maybe when we get those reviews and we'll be able to read some on the show but yeah it helps us get into more ears if you got friends who like card games send them this podcast get more folks listening to the podcast so it really helps us out leaving us a five-star review so before we get out of here jim where can people find you on the internet yeah you guys can find me on twitter twitch instagram at jim morgan hnh you guys can find me on twitter underscore dg campbell instagram at daniel.g.campbell head over to our website www.hobbiesandhappiness.com i can find links to all of our social content there we're on youtube at www.youtube.com slash hobbies happiness it's where all of our video content gets stored uh we're still in the works on some uh video content stuff behind the scenes when we get once we get all of that uh, up and running we're going to be 
be back to making a lot of video content. Going to be uh, kind of skewing heavy on the gameplay stuff, but that's what we do. We want to have, we enjoy playing card games, so we want to get more of that content out there. So again, thanks everybody for hanging out with us today. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review. If you like this on YouTube, don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and turn on those bell notifications to be notified when we release any new content. So with all that being said, thanks everybody for being here. Catch you in the next episode. Cheers, everybody. Take care.